You're listening to From the Front Lines, a special podcast from WUFT during the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast will serve to provide an update on Florida's response to coronavirus with a particular focus on North Central Florida. In addition to news and important information, From the Front Lines will feature a member of the community who is working to keep the community safe or running during these challenging times. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm your host Ryan Vasquez and this is From the Front Lines. Gainesville Regional Utilities is closing its administration building lobby at 301 Southeast 4th Avenue starting at 5 Wednesday night. That's until further notice. GRU's drive through will maintain normal hours. The University of Florida says it will remain open but will now limit on-campus work to essential services. The announcement comes after Alachua County issued an emergency stay-at-home order on Monday. Non-essential faculty and staff will work from home if possible. UF will also provide employees who are unable to work on campus and unable to work from home with 10 days of paid emergency sick leave prorated based on full-time equivalency. This leave will be provided to faculty, staff, OPS, postdocs, and graduate assistants and is to be used as needed by employees who are affected. With children being out of school due to the COVID-19 pandemic, students who rely on free and reduced meals at school have lost access to the food they need. The Junior League of Gainesville is holding a food drive this week and next to help programs like Food for Kids and the Southwest Advocacy Group distribute food to the families of those students. Executive Vice President of the Junior League of Gainesville, Lacey Klan, says this is an opportunity for people to not only give safely during a difficult time, but also to make an impact in their community. I think folks are really looking for um, a way to give back and a way to help in these times. And there's a lot going on, so it might not be really clear how folks can help. But this is a really great opportunity for our community members to come together and feed the children here in Alachua County. Collection is from now until April 3rd and will be on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 to 1 and from 4 to 6 at 430 North Main Street in Gainesville. A drive through farmer's market will be available at Working Food on 219 Northwest 10th Avenue in Gainesville on Wednesdays from 4 to 6 in the evening and Saturdays 9 to 11 in the morning through April 11th. It is a pickup only and pre-ordered market for local farmers suffering due to market closures. Participating farms have produce, dairy products, meats, bread, and more. Orders must be placed with participating farms two days in advance. More info is available on Working Food's Facebook page or website workingfood.org. The mayor of Crystal River signed a proclamation closing certain tourism-related businesses to stop the spread of COVID-19. Tour guides and charter boats, including businesses providing manatee swim tours, eco-tours, dive tours, or watercraft rentals, are required to cease all operations. This order, however, does not apply to fishing charters consisting of 10 or fewer anglers. Fraud schemes related to COVID-19 are on the rise in Florida as scammers look to take advantage of people in various ways during the coronavirus pandemic. Scams include text messages claiming to offer victims yet-approved stimulus package money, crooks going door-to-door in lab coats posing as CDC employees, and seniors being offered free COVID-19 tests in exchange for personal information. As of Monday night, Attorney General Ashley Moody's office had also received more than 600 complaints regarding products such as cleaning supplies, hand sanitizer, and face masks. At a time like this, to charge them exorbitant prices for the things that they will need to keep their families safe is disgusting and unlawful, and we will continue to pursue them throughout the duration of this crisis. Moody is working with federal prosecutors to stop scammers, while businesses caught overcharging consumers face fines of up to $1,000 per violation. Florida Chief Justice Charles Kennedy has issued a new order suspending jury trials statewide through April 17th. 
The order also extends an earlier suspension of speedy trial rules and related court procedures and directs all state courts to cancel or postpone court proceedings other than essential and critical ones. While K-12 schools in Florida are closed until at least April 15th, daycares remain open. Governor Ron DeSantis has said the reason he hasn't closed daycares is that he didn't want to put any further burden on the people who have to work during this already trying time. That puts daycare workers on the front lines too, as they put themselves at risk to care for children while their parents are at work. Sammy Dees is an assistant teacher at Kitty Academy in Gainesville and cares for two-year-olds. She spoke with WUFT's Daniela Mora about enrollment numbers and what it's like to care for children who have no idea about the seriousness of the current pandemic. Wow, well, could you just tell me a little bit about um, where you work and what your role is there? Um, I work for Kitty Academy under Shane Corman. Um, she's our owner and director at Kitty Academy. We, I'm actually an assistant teacher. I help teach two-year-olds throughout the day, teaching their ABCs, the numbers, up to 20, their shapes, colors, teaching. Okay. And what what have you seen in the number of kids that have been showing up and enrolling in daycare since um, the pandemic started? How high and how big has that dropped in? Um, well, the ratios normally are for um, the age groups, normally it's four babies to one adult, six toddlers, which is the age of one to two, to a teacher, and for twos, it's 11 to a teacher, 15 to a teacher for threes, 20 to a teacher for fours. Um, right now, we've only been seeing 11 or less in our two-year-old classroom, and sometimes not even that right now. Um because when the, when the county went under, or when, when statewide for schools to be closed, a lot of centers normally try and follow the try and follow that. But with licensed child care facilities, we want to be there for the working parents, the parents that do have to stay. And yet, a lot of them, I guess, don't realize that we're still open, and we'll keep an eye on their kids and actually keep them safe. Yeah, and what have those parents been saying, the ones that are dropping off their kids? Like, have they been telling you anything about how essential this has been for them? They thank us for being there, that they understand that um, that we're just working adults like everybody else, and that they appreciate us being there and actually keeping their kids safe. Mm-hmm. And have you implemented any new routine, any new protocol um, since this has happened, you know, just making sure that everything's clean. Um, what have you been telling the kids, too? Like, they're very young. Do they even understand what's going on? The ones I'm with, a lot of the time, the two-year-olds, they really don't understand. They really can't understand. They really don't understand the concept. They're two. Their formative memories haven't really started. They do, mem- they do memorize things. It's just outside world doesn't really concern them all that much you know, with their age. They just know they are having fun and being themselves. And no, we haven't really implemented new policies. We're just doubling our efforts to make sure our kids' faces are clean, their hands are clean, um, making sure that we wash their hands anytime they sneeze into their hands or they cough into their hands, which is normal as it is, but it's up a little bit because of the pain of this pandemic. 
Okay. And are you concerned as someone that's caring for these kids and someone who also goes home to your own family, are you concerned with this healthcare um, pandemic? Um, I am concerned, I'll admit, because I do have my six-year-old nephew that lives with us, me and my sister. Um, and she actually works in a hospital herself, so I would love to see her bring her kid to the center more, but she feels that it's safer to keep him by her side, which I understand. It's my sister. <laughs> um, honestly, I just, I can't, I understand how serious it is. Um, I've done my research and history on different things. I've seen how pandemics really change the world, either good or bad. But right now, it's, I'm feeling a little hurt that parents aren't bringing their kids in so we can actually work and take care of them. Yeah, and what would you say to those parents that are kind of a little bit hesitant to bring their kids in for daycare? In my opinion, it's their choice to bring them. But I would love to see my kids' faces every day. I love seeing them not have any care in the world at the moment. They are our future. They need to be with their friends. They need to see a routine and everything that keeps on going and not have their routines disrupted. And do you, does um, Kitty Academy plan to stay open? Um, yes, we plan, to, we plan to stay open unless it's mandated for us to close. And that's my boss's words. Okay. Yeah, so you're just trying to provide that sense of either normalcy for these kids that really don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Because how can they? They've never had this happen to them in their lives. Um, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. You're welcome. I'm just glad that someone's at least trying to find out because a lot of the folks I'm seeing is that they've noticed the healthcare professionals EMTs, police, yes, they are essential, but us child care workers are essential as well. From the Front Lines is a production of the Innovation News Center at the College of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida. Thank you to our producers, Taylor Levesque, Daniela Mora, Anthony Montalto, Josh Williams, and Melissa Fito. And a special thank you to Matt Abramson for his work behind the scenes. Join us tomorrow for another edition of From the Front Lines. I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and of course, thanks for listening.